BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, we can't get fooled again. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with Fernando. Hello, Ben. And Travis Irvine. I'm fired up. All right. Hope everyone's doing well out there. Thanks so much for listening. We're going to get you updated on everything going on when it comes to media. Media is a big conversation today. Also, as we talked about on the last episode, we will discuss war and peace. A little bit of an update when it comes to the Supreme Court. They will be deciding on the Mifepristine Mifepristone ruling from that Texas judge who says, what did I say it wrong? Mifepristone. Mifepristone. <laughs> That's a spicy Mifepristone. Now I know how to say it. So this uh, psycho judge out in Texas saying, eh, we're going to ban that. The Supreme Court is going to decide if that is constitutional or not. I have no faith in the Supreme Court oh, whatsoever, no. but we can only hope that some rational minds prevail within the nine justices that have way, way too much power in this country of ours, especially as we're finding out how bought and sold they are from the billionaire class. It is more interesting now than ever before. Obviously, the Supreme Court was never supposed to be politicized. It, of course, is. It's a human Mm -hmm. institution run by by people appointed by politicians. So politics will play a role. But I watched an old clip from Warren Burger mm. back in 1991, mm, the early 90s. He was talking about the Second Amendment. He was talking about things that sound so radical from today's conversation. He actually said that the Second Amendment was the big mistake for the founding fathers to put in there. And, of mm. course, that was a man who was a former chief justice, which I thought was kind of interesting, mm. just how far we've come from a conversation about the Second Amendment is obviously the legislation that has been put forth has all been more guns, more access to guns, and uh, what's it called? Constitutional carry of mm, guns. Yeah. I say carry your constitution. Oh. Not so much the firearms. But anyway, so we'll hopefully no more as the Supreme Court will be deciding on Mifepristone Ugh. very soon. I just can't believe that the lives of so many people are in the hands of these weird ass motherfuckers in robes, dude. Yeah. I mean, not just that, but again, like we've highlighted in this show, um, Judge Kex Miserick, whatever the hell his yeah, name is, the Trump appointee, yes. should have recused himself. I mean, when you're a judge who has already basically been an activist 
uh, for certain causes and you've been, you know, offering legal advice to a lot of these anti-abortion groups, you shouldn't be a judge and you shouldn't be ruling in a case like this. This no. is a one of those situations where a judge as an independent jurisprudence has a responsibility to recuse. Honestly. Good use of jurisprudence. Mm -hmm. Fernando, your thoughts? What do you think the uh, SC is going to do? Well, actually, boys, as of uh, maybe four minutes ago, <gasps> it seems that the Supreme Court has actually made a decision. Oh, <laughs> breaking news. Breaking news. Wow, it actually happened during the time that we're recording <laughs> our show, because I swear to God, after we record every time, yes. the news breaks. <laughs> the news the big news breaks. <laughs> wow, so we caught it. So the Supreme Court says the abortion pill mifepristone will remain broadly available during legal battle. Ah, yes, because this legal battle could stretch out for months, years. Oh, and so right. So there was so a there was a there was a possibility that they were going to stop it yes. because while this battle waged on. Okay. But now at least people will still be able to get the health care yep. while while, while they take caught up in the legal system while the brazen attack on our healthcare system continues i mean this <laughs> yes, seems like that. this seems to me like we're gonna have a run on this pill it's gonna be what toilet paper is during oh, hurricane sandy there's gonna be a lot of that and i really hope there aren't some total predatory pieces of shit out there oh, who buy a bunch know. of it to resell uh, it on double for double the cost like the sclerelli guy the, yes, the, the yes. pharma bro it was also what they did remember with hand sanitizer during the start <laughs> yes, of the pandemic yeah. people were just like right. hoarding hand sanitizer <laughs> and it's like guys mm -hmm. this isn't an opportunity for you to start your new hand sanitizer out of my garage in Sedona business, please. <laughs> so interesting. So the Supreme Court uh, has said that Mifepristone will be available throughout this uh, legal proceeding. And again, as you said, Travis, it could go on for quite a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah, as we highlighted on the interview with uh, Drew Morgan, the legal process, the legal system, it takes a while for all this to play out. So all the appealing sides, there's going to be appeals. It's going to go to the Supreme Court. But the important thing here is that the emergency provision in which, uh, again, this judge was basically going to just halt the drug in its tracks, that's now removed. Okay. Supreme Court says you can still access this because it's been FDA approved. It's been out there for decades. And until this legal matter's figured out, mm -hmm. go and get it. And again, why is it even a legal matter? Exactly. It's because of radical judges in this case appointed by Donald Trump. When it comes to Donald Trump, interestingly enough, there's a recent poll that has come out. GOP voters say that fighting woke ideology is more important than stopping social security cuts. Hmm. So what? congratulations, mission accomplished. You did it. <laughs> you did it. You made old people care more about some oh. random mythical creature and that they make up in their mind that's coming to take their children yep. away. You've made them care more about the boogeyman than you have their own social security. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that astonishing? No. I think it is. <laughs> I mean, it I is. I think it is because literally they are willing to take a pay cut. Yeah. Just so they can have more hate. Right. <laughs> They're yeah. like, well, that's the hate cost. That's the hate tax. We talk about the cheese tax when it comes to puppies. <laughs> what about the hate tax for boomers? <laughs> hmm. All right. So you get taxed for your hate. The this, more the more articles you post online on your Facebook or your True Social or your Getters or whatever it is, you get taxed every time. Most Republican primaries say fighting woke ideology in schools and businesses is more important to them than protecting Medicare and Social oh Security God. cuts. <laughs> 
this again is why Ron DeSantis perhaps feels empowered enough to go after places like Disney uh, for their air quotes woke ideology. Again, it's a multi-billion dollar international corporation. It can't be woke. Um, This is some of the laws that he has signed. He obviously signed the Stop Woke Act, which bans all classrooms and corporate trainings uh, that would make students feel uncomfortable over race. Uh, The big picture here is Donald Trump has attacked DeSantis over his past support to changes of Social Security and Medicare. Donald Trump, interestingly enough, has promised to preserve Medicare and Social Mm. Security, despite the fact, of course, many people within his uh, party would like to see it done away with. So the question, I suppose, here is, do those attacks from the Trump to DeSantis, criticizing DeSantis for wanting to cut uh, Social Security and Medicare, mm. are they falling on deaf ears they because matter? the people yeah. are like, no, because he still doesn't want rainbows anymore. <laughs> no more rainbows. After the rain, we put clouds up there now. Yeah. I don't even want to see a rainbow. <laughs> that's, a, that's a keen observation, Ben, because hate, we talk about it. What's a better predictor of uh, when election results? Sadly the, enough, yeah, the disapproval. Hate, exactly, mm-hmm. the disapproval. So the disapproval rating is higher on the gay stuff. Right. And the 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 kids stuff and protecting the woke the kids from the woke. It's also just the I can't believe what we're doing with education right now in this country. Oh, we're arguing over the dumbest shit and the kids aren't learning anything. <laughs> right. so, Rosa Parks, they don't even I believe they can't even say she was black anymore. They, yeah, they changed the wording of what happened with her on the bus that day. So now she's just an old bitch who didn't move. Yeah, oh, no. is that is that what they're saying? Oh, my so this God. old lump of this old lump of coal, she wouldn't get out of her seat. Now, oh, and then uh, somehow she won something oh my god is that the book i guess this is a bad time for me to roll out my new drag musical rosa parks the bitch who wouldn't move (laughs) that's that's nice 55 percent of republicans say that fighting woke ideology is more important to them than again social security and medicare 27 percent of republicans uh saying protecting social security and medicare benefits uh is more important to them However, half of all voters say they would support a candidate who pledged to keep entitlements as they are uh, rather than to push for cuts. So Mm. they still it's 50 50. Right. And also these are not entitlements. We pay taxes. Exactly. I am paying yes. for Social Security yes. right. now. Right. So when I go like Vladimir Putin falling down flights of stairs <laughs> shitting myself, <laughs> yeah. I can have a little thing called a safety net. Yes. So we don't have a bunch of 75-year-old homeless people being mm-hmm. like, can you help me out? Right, it's right. like, oh, get out of here. <laughs> right. Go do your thing with other 75-year-old boomers. Yeah. Eat soft foods. Uh, don't eat the yogurt. It's been fingered by DeSantis. Whoa. <laughs> It's the pudding. Get but, out of my pudding. But more to your point and more to the point I was trying to make, it's we've, if we've seen this over and over, like what happened during the pandemic with, uh, you know, the money distribution. It wasn't about the fact that we were all getting money that we needed. It was about the that guy who doesn't work is getting a check. Right. Remember? So right, it's, right, right. we'd rather. What is it? Uh, cut the nose off to spite the face. Yeah. We, and we still out of the America. Well, when it comes to uh, pudding, when it comes to all things tapioca, Chris Christie has come in and he has said that he is seriously mulling over 2024. Once again, oh, he continues. Mulling a run. <laughs> well, not a run. Uh, right. Uh, mulling a sit there and think. <laughs> yeah, kind of. A ponder and fart. So. The Ponder and Fart campaign, Chris Christie. <laughs> oh, my God. He's not running for anything. It's all inertia, folks. He ran for the last <laughs> cheeseburger. That was about it. He has been 
trying to make as many waves as humanly possible as if he jumped in, into a swimming pool at a, at a hotel uh, there in the middle of beautiful New Jersey. Christie has pounced on DeSantis over the governor's battle with uh, Disney, and he's also, again, made some jabs at his uh, desire to cut certain social programs. So Christie, I guess, is trying to find a moderate lane once again. Mm. Um, that was what his attempt was with uh, after Hurricane Sandy, with he and Barack walked on the beach together. Mm. It's a 10 <laughs> in the fact that they look like a 10 when they walk, not Bo Derek. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> gotcha. So we'll just see. I mean, the Republican landscape for this primary is going to be really fascinating. Mm-hmm. Does the does the corporate uh, almost liberalism in some sense of DeSantis deter some primary voters away from him because they don't see him as conservative enough on corporations, which right. makes it means let them do whatever they want, even if it means some trains derail every now and again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that hurt him? Or as we're seeing now, do people say, yeah, I think you should leave Disney alone, but also these goddamn dudes in dresses are turning me on. <laughs> oh, boy. Stop watching all that Rudy Giuliani footage. <laughs> Steamy. God, the way that Rudy. I mean, to be fair, mm. Trump did molest Rudy in that video. <laughs> in the video, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then and then Rudy did what any good woman would do, and he slapped him and said, Donnie, you naughty man. Naughty man. So we will keep you all, again, as always, updated on what's going to be happening as we get Closer and closer to 2024. Also, when it comes to Joe Biden, uh, he has said next week. Yes, he will he officially is, announce. So we'll see what that means. Right. Uh, and I suppose he's just going to keep Harris then. And so it'll just be Biden Harris round two. Round two. Oh, yeah. That's not exciting. Oh, get excited. You know. Joe Menem, people. Oh. Come on. It's Joe Menem. I just <laughs> love that he waited this long. I mean, it's again, you're already president, man. He could have announced right after that great uh, uh, State of the Union yeah. speech that he gave. I remember when we covered that, it was like we all went into that speech wanting to hate it, wanting it to go completely sideways, and he did great. Even when he was getting heckled, it was like president owns heckler. So good for Joe. This would mean, again, if anyone's keeping track, on the Democrat side, our officially announced candidates would be Joe Biden as of next week, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., yep. and Marianne Williamson. Yep. Good vibes. And then on the Republican <laughs> side, officially announced Donald Trump, Nikki Haley, and Tim Scott has moved the furthest yes. up in terms of an exploratory committee. It's always fascinating to hear Chris Christie trying to pick a lane because we all know how he likes to shut down lanes on he the bridge. Does. Bridgegate, to me, is one of the worst scandals. It is such a... It was there's so dumb. something about it. So it. Mm. And then, of course, him with his fucking family on the beach yeah. that he closed. Yeah. And it's just certain things where you're like, buddy... It looks really, really bad. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. 
Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Interestingly enough, before we get to some media conversations specifically about what's going on at Fox News, uh, given the Dominion um, settlement of, again, nearly a billion dollars, when it comes to some polling data, according to Wall Street Journal polling, uh, they have found that Joe Biden would beat Donald Trump by three percentage points. Again, these are just snapshots. However, DeSantis would beat Joe Biden. That's according to Wall Street Journal's poll from April 11th to uh, the 17th. And that uh, had 1,700 registered voters. So take it with a grain of salt. But I think that there is something to that. However, the same poll said that Donald Trump is now up 13 points on DeSantis. Hmm. Now, that has almost flipped completely from December of 2022, where DeSantis was up 14 points on right. Donald Trump. So right, again, right, right. as we see slowing momentum, yeah. it does seem to be proving itself in the polls as well. Yeah. And again, the challenge of whoever the Republican nominee is going to be is that you got to go so far to the right to win the primary mm-hmm. and get all those enthusiastic vocal supporters who unfortunately won't be enough to carry you in the general election. So that's interesting to hear that Ron DeSantis would beat Joe Biden. Cause again, like we've talked about, I think once he gets to a general people, a not think he's exciting, which we see right now in the Republican primary and then B he's going to be far too right for your average independent voter. It's also one of the interesting things about the way we conduct polling. And I wish that we would adjust it for the electoral college. Mm. Um, because if we don't do a general election, you know, we don't, oh, we don't yeah. do a popular vote. Right, right, right. So I th- strategically Trump or DeSantis are going to win Florida, right? Ooh, that would, don't you think? that would be the big question, honestly. Cause when Marco Rubio oh, lost wow. Florida, that's when 2016, that's, you know, that's when Trump started to steamroll everybody. Mm-hmm. So. But Florida is just such a crucial, what is it? 31. It's a lot. Yeah. It's, it's like a it's lot. Getting bigger and bigger. They just got another congressional seat. So, yeah, I guess if you want to look at that strategically from an electoral college perspective, I'm not sure how those numbers play out because I agree. I just think that DeSantis is just so socially fucking insane. Right. Nonetheless. Socially conservative and then socially inept when it comes to socially the thing con- of meeting voters. I mean, if I was going to attack him from the right, I would say fiscally liberal, socially conservative. Hmm. The worst of both worlds. That's the worst of all worlds. <laughs> and Leave Disney alone. All I want from Disney is to get rid of how difficult it is to sign up for everything and right. get rid of the lines and just let me go buy a ticket again. Yeah. Keep your fingers out of Disney. Keep your fingers out of our schools and keep your fingers out of that tapioca pudding. Please, God, no retirement home is safe when that guy's around. <laughs> get him. <laughs> I truly think probably Trump has something else on on DeSantis, too. Mm. You know, he keeps talking about it. he's scorched earth. He's like, don't you dare come against me. Mm. So I'm saying once if, if, if DeSantis actually announces, I truly think we're going to see the big Trump is going to pull out the big missiles and then oh. we'll truly see the, oh, the shit like when show. He bought all those teenage girls beer and stuff. Yeah, yes, of course. And oh. of course, the suicide we covered on the last show. When your biggest fundraiser is... I'm saying there's there's layers. There's and, layers. And there's a lot. You come up in Florida politics, you're coming from the swamp. 
Right. And you're trying to get into another swamp. Yeah. So you're dragging some alligators with you. There'll be some bodies certainly buried in DeSantis's closet. And perhaps that's another uh, bone of contention for Donald Trump is DeSantis inside his own closet. Mm-hmm. I believe that Donald Trump has basically been calling him gay lately. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 He's uh, gay. And not as many words, uh, but uh, yeah, he's hit, he's uh, hitting, beating around the bush. Yes. Well, uh, well, perhaps not. Oh! Hello. And it's been boing, effective. Boing, boing. And it's been effective. Oh, yeah. yeah it's it's oh, the same shit as always. Yeah. yeah. It's the same. I mean, can you imagine if Carl Rove was at peak Rove during the <laughs> internet era? <laughs> no. What they were able to do to John McCain, to oh. Swift Boat John, John Kerry. Kerry yeah. And in just 2000, what they did in that primary and then to Al Gore. Right. I mean, Carl Rove was just like, say whatever the fuck you need to say. Yeah, just say it. Put it out there. And now it's weird Prove to see me him wrong. on. It's weird to see him on Fox News now being like, mm, these campaigns sure are getting mean. <laughs> like, <laughs> seriously, you, bro. bro. Seriously. It's like when you're an abusive father, but then you turn into a grandfather and you're the greatest yeah, granddad. And then yeah. the grandkids are like, Grandpa's so nice. You're so mean, Dad. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> you have no idea. You have no, no idea. idea. Well, he's changed like- a lot, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of proving people wrong, this story will get to this kind of transitioning into media here. Mike Lindell. Oh, boy. <laughs> Mike Lindell offered $5 million uh-huh. for someone to prove him wrong okay. right. on the election data that he presented. <laughs> Interestingly enough, a dude named Robert Ziedman, also a Republican and a conservative Republican at that, uh, he spent many, many days researching the claims made by my pillow man, Mike Lindell, and he has indeed found out they were really that they are <laughs> that he is completely and utterly wrong because the data is batshit crazy. Whoa. So Lindell told NBC News that the ruling was a horrible, wrong decision. That ruling, of course, is a court said, well, dude, you offered five million bucks for someone to prove you wrong. And they did. So you got to <laughs> pay, pay up. up. I love to see a grifter get grifted like this. Yeah, Because, right? you know, this one guy was just like, I'll prove you wrong. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's dealing with a bunch of nerdy, incel, older, disillusioned Republicans yeah. yes. in this case. Yes. Right. Um, I'll prove you wrong. I'm sure the guy had a field day, and that's the easiest five million bucks you ever have to make. Yeah, so he took a couple of days to do this data research. I mean, that's like what a million dollars a day you get now. Why not? <laughs> Lindell testified that cyber experts he hired had convinced him that quote he could not lose the contest because the data he had been provided was genuine election <sighs> data. Hmm. So maybe the stupidity just goes downhill. And Mike Lindell <laughs> did hire a bunch of people, being like, "This guy's a real idiot." Oh, and then um, so let's just give. <laughs> oh. Him some oh documents that this is see the poopy emoji yeah. that means they didn't vote for Trumpy and then if there's a little pee pee emoji it means that they did okay and then he's like proof definitive proof definitive yeah. proof Mike Lindell is uh, just based on his Jimmy Kimmel performance quickly growing as one of my favorite people in the country um, as long as he never has any power whatsoever and it's kind of kept behind glass yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I feel like he's fun behind like just like you go do your little thing because yeah. he cries. Yeah, he, he does cry. And he he's cry. funny. He loves this country. Yeah, keep him behind, like, in the MyPillow commercials where you, the, the people open their yeah, mirror in the morning, there. and then Mike Lindell's in there. Just keep him in there. Like the Candyman. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So Ziedman, uh, his attorneys, they have said that they have won this case. And, uh, well, looks like MyPillow. My goodness, he's going to have to sell a lot of those because, uh, indeed, he owes this guy five mil. Mm-hmm. What an idiot. Hey, that's the contest. <laughs> he won the contest. You win. What an idiot. All right. Well, of course, that all goes uh, when it comes to Dominion. It all ties together. And let's talk 
Fox News. Fox News, again, forced to pay about a billion bucks in a settlement. Still the best decision they could have made because if they had to testify under oath about the inner workings of Fox News, it would have been freaking fascinating as someone has seen a little bit how that meat is made. I kind of wished that the American people got to see them Mm -hmm. under oath, forced to testify what the... Oh, and, and Fox is not unique. Television news in general, how it's created. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been insightful for people just to maybe break the the mind control that some of these institutions seem to have. Right. I mean, we already got a little taste of some of the texts and emails that get sent around yeah. there just through the realm of discovery, the discovery process within the legal system. But good Lord, if this had all gone to trial and then it's on like TV Uh, You bet Fox News. You think Fox News would carry that trial? I don't think so. Or do they just say this is great ratings? Let's go with it. I don't know. (laughs) Right, right, right. They're also a shameless group of hucksters, right? Yeah. But, I mean, obviously, when you settle like this, it means you were going to lose. One of the biggest pieces of shit in Fox News in recent memory has been Dan Bongino. Uh, He was supposed to be the next Rush Limbaugh. Uh, He is not. I mean, Rush Limbaugh, yes, opinions, absolutely horrible. Talent, sadly, quite high when it comes to radio personalities. That man had the gift of gab. I just wish his rhetoric and words were better because he could have helped this country and helped this world out quite a bit. Unfiltered with Dan Bongino, which was highly filtered, um, is no longer. The man's been working with Fox News for 10 years. Dan Bongino was one of the more vocal anti um, or one of the more vocal election deniers uh, of 2020. And he was very loud on Fox talking about Dominion and Mm -hmm. talking about voting machines and talking about the corruption uh, within our voting systems. And I believe because of that, Fox has said we don't need you any longer because technically you cost this company almost a billion dollars, which will make an employer upset. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think he'll be the first. I think like we were talking about on the way over here to the studio, anyone at Fox news who was pushing the 2020 stolen election theory, judge Janine, oh I got my God. eyes on you. Mm-hmm. Anyone, and literally you just cost the company a billion dollars. Yeah. So get the fuck out. Get out. Well, what if there's more lawsuits to come? This is just, there could be a lot of other well, lawsuits. Well, there's another lawsuit coming from, is a $2.5 billion lawsuit coming from another institution that created oh. voter machines as well. So that's the next lawsuit that Fox wow. is now going to have to uh, deal with. And you do wonder if this settlement is like, come and get it. Right, 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 if right. If the settlement does prove, exactly. like, you have a chance for a quick payday. 100%, because they were complicit in giving out false information I mean, again, this is defamation. This is just so many legal mm-hmm. problems. And I do want to also folks. just kind of grease my wheel a little bit when it comes to Dominion. I do want oversight of our voter machines. Oh, yeah. Sure. Because oh, yeah. um, we'd have to trust our voting machines. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Um, but the way that Fox did this and what they were doing, and it was so politically motivated and so not accurate. If right. there was exactly. accurate it was data, made give me data. Right. And then I will say, yes, that is how that vote get flipped. You know, we talked to Mr. Fatrakis about that in 2004. There was potential fraud. Mm -hmm. I do think it has happened. Yeah. The powers that be. Certainly, I mean, you know, when we have two or three or just one company in control of something so important, corruption could be there. So we do need oversight. Right. And it's not necessarily voter fraud that Republicans seem to always be worried about. It is called election fraud. Mm. And that is, yeah, it, it happens in other countries more probably yes, than hopefully. the U.S., um, but obviously there is a way 
for the person who is counting the votes to tip their finger on the scale, whether it's electronically or even paper. Bob Patrick used to tell me these stories coming out of one of the most corrupt counties back in the day in Ohio, Mahoney County. It's Youngstown where the mob ran everything. Oh. And uh, one of the mob guy's brothers was working for the county board of elections and uh, seemed to drop a briefcase of 60,000 votes uh, <laughs> off into the Mahoney River while he was Whoa. changing his tire. So, you know, these things happen. Yes. Um, and so, sure, oversight. But, but that 2020, also, you can't just, they just made it up. And also, of course, the irony there is that wasn't the voting machines. Right. You know, it reminds me of what was it in 20, was it 2008 uh, when the person in Iowa, the literally was like, Earl's driving him in his truck right now. He said about 25 miles out. Yeah. Uh, he should be here shortly. <laughs> yes. Because they are, we are human beings. You're just counting the votes. It's just humans. And the, <laughs> but and the again, hanging that chads, happened. the hanging chads the hanging of 2000. Chads. Uh, none of that, of course, uh, in indictment on the machines themselves. Mm -hmm. Right. That would be the human um, tra transportation. Or the human element of actually looking at. Who won? One nice thing when it comes to uh, Dan Bongino's bitch ass being gone is my friend Lawrence Jones oh. is going to be taking his place. I've known Lawrence for a long time. He's a good dude. So um, I think he actually spreads a much, certainly by the toxic Fox News. Um, if you listen, watch 24 hours a day, Lawrence Jones, I think, is... Uh, at least a bright spot. Mm. A little more positive. Yes, he's a little bit more positive. So there you go. There's always someone next up. That's how Fox News and all of these entities continue. Next guy up. Yeah. In this case, it's Lawrence Jones. Before we go too far off that, it also looks like it's collapsing internally. It looks like some of the shareholders are now suing. They're doing a class oh, action suit from inside the company right. because Fox basically admitted that they lied. Yes. And so now the shareholders are saying, hey, you cost us a billion dollars. Wow. That's always something that ends up happening with these big corrupt companies. That's what happened with the electricity company back in Ohio. It just got caught, found, they were found guilty of the biggest bribery scandal. And that's that's always so sweet when the shareholders were like, hey, the stock went down. You cost me a lot of money. And then that those depositions are going to be fantastic, too. What's so interesting about this next uh, conversation regarding Fox News, I mentioned that they were going to be sued again. Now, this is coming by Smartmatic. Now, Smartmatic <laughs> does sound like something that should be sold at three o'clock in the morning uh, in an infomercial. To <laughs> Has this out. ever happened to you? Said Are you a moron? Are you a dumbmatic? <laughs> Do you drive in reverse only? Try going in drive. Whoa. <laughs> Look at that. First Amendment lawyer Floyd Abrams, that last name might ring a bell. Uh, he says the next defamation suit Fox faces from Smartmatic could even be more dangerous mm. for the cable giant. This is why that last name rings a bell for you, Mr. Irvine. Mm. It's because he is the father of oh. Dan Abrams. Oh, my God. <laughs> so the father of Dan Abrams <laughs> is now potentially going to be working in the Smartmatic suit, uh, which is, again, looking for... $2.7 billion. Now, now I know how News Nation is getting lots of funding. <laughs> exactly. Dan Abrams, of course, he is the founder of News Nation and Mediaite. Uh, News Nation is a channel that I don't know what the hell they're doing. They have Cuomo on and no one's watching that. Banfield, no one's watching here. Dan Abrams, I think, must be doing okay. He seems to be happy. I don't freaking know. <laughs> he paid me $15 an hour to stand outside of these big news networks and interview people on my iPhone. <laughs> yes. He was very nice. Uh, 
This is regarding the Smartmatic suit. This is what Abrams, Floyd, had to say. He says it's extremely dangerous for Fox. Abrams said that he expects heads to roll at the cable news giant over this massive settlement Mm -hmm. because Rupert Murdoch, quote, has to show the Fox board that this kind of catastrophe will not happen again. Now, of course, this reminds me a little bit, speaking of Fox News catastrophes, now Roger Ailes, that was 2017, right? 2016. 2016. I remember he got fired while I was at the RNC in Cleveland. So Fox News has had no shortage of real big controversies, to say the least. Yeah, I mean, and Roger Ailes, again, he was the one who dreamt up Fox News in its entirety after he went and started CNBC. Him and Rupert Murdoch, this was their pet project, a conservative-driven 24-hour news channel. And they fired it up in 1998, right at the height of the Bill Clinton sex scandal. And they kept it going from there. But Roger Ailes obviously got caught up in his own weird little sex scandal. 2016, that didn't Mm -hmm. do it. You got to wonder, again, this is more of hitting them in the purse, right? Roger Mm -hmm. Ailes, obviously, they had a bunch of settlements. Megyn Kelly left. uh, Greater Van Van Susteren left. That's right. A bunch of women left the network, but it didn't really hit them as hard as a you know, almost a billion dollar lawsuit. And when it comes to this next trial, obviously Fox News, they say they were going to defend themselves. The trial will likely be in 2025. So that'll be interesting. And of course, they are saying this could chill First Amendment freedoms. And naturally, we must protect our First Amendment rights at all costs. The question here, I suppose, is did a news organization under the guise of entertainment openly lie to its consumers and does that then fall into defamation? Yeah, exactly. So that's all. And and that's the proof, right? That's why all those texts between Tucker and Laura and everyone saying this is batshit that we can't say that that's the 2020 it election. Exactly. It's 100%. That's your proof. That's when they, they know they're saying something that's incorrect. And then it actually, and, and of course, in Dominion's case and probably Smart Attic and a bunch of other companies, if it has a monetary consequence, then you are in legal trouble for defamation. Uh, what's interesting about this as well, theoretically, if they if this does end up going to court, they will obviously have a series of appeals and they will be arguing First Amendment rights. Now, that could go all the way to the Supreme Court. And once again, this is what's so wrong with our system. The Supreme Court has so aligned themselves now with Fox News. And I say that because many of the justices will only go on Fox News. And obviously exactly. CNN has had all their issues with Zucker and all that bullshit. But they are, in my personal opinion, Fox News is more ingrained within the Republican Party. Yes. Yeah. I think they're very ingrained. And obviously, MSNBC is ingrained with the Democrats. And it's like, if you're a Democrat, you're like, thanks. This is <laughs> Morning Joe. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, <laughs> wow. This is so cool. It's great to be here on Morning Joe. Good Lord. I'd rather have Katie Porter drop a bunch of fucking potatoes on my head than have to watch those two talking. Yeah. Mika and Joel. I hate watching couples on TV. <laughs> Aw. Come on. Yeah, to your point, Ben, it's um like my, my free speech kind of exists in a vacuum. You know, anything I say, it's my opinion. Yeah. But Fox's doesn't. They're, their free speech does not exist in a vacuum because of what you just said. They have Republicans on there. We have former presidents on there. We have current presidents going on and talking about Fox News. That line between is this entertainment or is this I'm giving you just the facts? It's too blurred. Mm-hmm. And so that's not free speech. It doesn't exist in a vacuum the way ours do. And then right. will anyone believe that the Supreme Court decides this case in good faith. Mm. Our institutions. I mean, well, right. That's a, that's a question. 
Uh, Neil Gorsuch, former corporate lawyer, will will he side with a guy like Rupert Murdoch who runs the corporation? Right. Or would you go with I don't know another huge corporation? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's gonna have his That's work cut thing. out for him. Also, fucking, I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh, poor Dominion. Oh, poor it's called Dominion. Dominion. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. There's something weird about that. Something real weird going on with all of it. They're already rich. We need to. Mm-hmm. Yes, we need to have multiple receipts. When it comes to voting, mm-hmm. everyone should get a full receipt, mm-hmm. a printout. Did did everything? Is it all valid? Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Because, um, yes, we need free and fair elections. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. All right, just lastly, on the news front, BuzzFeed News is shutting down. <laughs> what? That's actually kind of sad to me. So yeah, BuzzFeed... wait a minute. What about all my top list. 10 lists? Yeah. What about my quiz? How do I know if I'm showering right? <laughs> You're not, buddy. <laughs> um, so the layoffs, they've been laying people off. They cut 15% of their workforce. And apparently now BuzzFeed News has begun discussions with the News Guild, which is a union that represents staffers, in order to slowly shut it down. So BuzzFeed News might no longer, uh, or it looks like it's no longer with us, which is uh, unfortunate. Hmm. Yeah, I got to say, as much as I would like to give BuzzFeed a bunch of shit for not being a real news organization, um, keep in mind, you know, Ben Smith, they did do some good hiring there. Michael Hastings, I would say, was one of the top reporters. He was their national security reporter, and he was the fellow who his car exploded uh, when oh, it drove yes, fast right, right over here in Beverly Hills. And, um, and he died. He, of course, he died. Whoa. And the last email he sent out to all his family and yes. friends was that he was on to something big. Got to go off. Uh, the radar for a little bit. And then all of a sudden his car explodes. And so again, that was a Buzzfeed reporter. So, you know, we talk about other countries like Russia and China and Turkey and journalists get detained and they get murdered. And here we are, you know, that was a situation in America back in 2013, right before, right after, I believe the, the Edward Snowden uh, revelations, it's almost like Edward Snowden maybe was going to go to Hastings first and then had to go for Glenn Greenwald instead um, oh, Glenn. But again, just in terms of what BuzzFeed did offer the news and media landscape, it's, you know, they weren't like Gawker. No. Just making shit up again, you know, with the way they did with Hulk Hogan and everything. And, you know, when it comes to just my friends who are journalists, mm-hmm. it's nice to have more options for work. Yeah. Uh, according to Ben Smith, again, as Travis said, he's the founding editor-in-chief who left the outlet a few years ago. He says, quote, he's heartsick. He says... I do think this makes clear the relationship between news publishers and social media is pretty much over Mm. Um, because evidently the platforms, uh, Facebook and Twitter, they're kind of blaming the growth of those 
as to the reason why BuzzFeed is closing, uh, which is interesting because I felt like that could almost be sort of acrimonious where you link to your BuzzFeed on your Twitter and, and so on and so forth. BuzzFeed was the middleman. And, yeah. the, you know, uh, this Instagram, the Facebook, you go right straight to the news source. You go straight to Fox News or you go straight to the person who posted it. Mm-hmm. So you don't need the, you know, you don't need that BuzzFeed super list anymore when you can go to the guy on Twitter. Right. And yeah. that's also, it does say something, too, about what a lot of my other journalist friends have been saying is that Facebook, especially Facebook, right, um, are just, they're killing these news media outlets because the news media outlets, the only way for them to spread a lot of their uh Stories on social media yeah. is by getting them on Facebook. Then Facebook is the one who like gets the money from the clicks. Yes. So the again, in terms of like like you said, a middleman, mm-hmm. that's what social media is doing. And it's basically just interjecting people between themselves and their news. According to John Pekowski, a Forbes executive editor, he says, what a ferocious travesty and a huge loss to journalism. Uh, Jonah Peretti as well. Uh, This is what they say. They say, I want to be clear. I could have managed these changes better as the CEO if this company and our leadership team could have performed better despite these circumstances. Of course, those circumstances are the modern world that we live in Mm -hmm. with social media, so on and so forth. So, yeah, I am actually surprisingly, I'm heartfelt. Heart sick. Heart sick? Because it does kind of suck that uh, BuzzFeed News is gone. You never know. I like to scroll through all of them. Sure. You know, I got my post, I got my drudge, I got my people, got my porn hub. <laughs> okay, that's got not the hill, got that. Politico, mm. got my porn hub. Okay. Hey, there's news on there. There's news on there. Oh, there's yeah, news there's on there's a lot of news. What's the news? What's the white last man, news White man story bangs 500 million people at the same time. Oh, that Ooh, is that's news. news. That would that be news. Is, that is, <laughs> that is, <laughs> if that happened, that's not a white man <laughs> doing you know, that. I mean, I guess uh, at the start of the segment, I kind of laughed, but you are right, Travis. There was a certain... Uh, you know, nuance to BuzzFeed that mm-hmm. certain reporters could do things that they couldn't do anywhere else. Right. Exactly. And so, yeah, yeah. And I mean, even BuzzFeed, again, they had a Moscow uh, editor, you know, like they yeah. had offices and they were doing the damn thing. And unfortunately, everyone just kind of remembered their listicles about cats. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of listicles um, and testicles and porn, oh. I did actually find an article uh, from a dude. This just came out for 20 of this year. <laughs> Uh, Gina Franco Martinez admits that because of porn, he completely ruined his life. I don't fully understand it, but this is it. He says, I wasn't really motivated to actually pursue a real relationship or even talk to women because I was just getting my fix through porn. This is what he says. He says, it was impacting me socially. It was impacting me in my relationships. I guess then you got to stop looking at it. I don't don't know. I look forward to J.D. Vance bringing this guy to testify in front of the Senate committee on uh, banning if, porn. If they ban Pornhub, I want to see every single one of their porn searches immediately. Oh, absolutely. Please talk about hypocritical. Well, that that was another story I saw bouncing around the internet was that Pornhub uh, was bought. And I guess essentially their, their subscribers, their information is now in the hands of this new owner. So <laughs> it's very interesting. It would be know. very interesting to see what, what uh, people, you know, what Republicans are looking at on there. Also, you do have to be careful if you are posting on there. I don't think they pay enough. So mm. stick with your only fans. Stick stick with the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. Yeah, and honestly, oh. the, don't porn, you chase waterfalls? Pornhub is corporate. Like uh, most of the verification per, uh, systems and everything, they're designed to help corporations. And if you're an independent producer, independent creator, it's actually really hard to get verified and go through that process. And then they're, they very quickly will cut you off when there's issues like, 
when the whole Pornhub, the recent scandal with the underage performers mm. thing that happened, most of the people that suffered were actually private performers. Corporations continue making money the whole time. Interesting. All right. Well, speaking of making money. Well, I was just going to add Pornhub. I mean, it's not exactly news, but you can find the BBC on there. Oh, there you go. That's fantastic. Good work. My favorite porn site is Grubhub. <laughs> All right. Just lastly, lastly, uh, I mean, it's something that we'll definitely be talking about a lot as a through line over these next few years. When it comes to the U.S. relationship with China, they have decided to take out climate issues. They have separated climate issues. When it comes to John Kerry, he's going over there. He's talking with Xi Jinping and the U.S., obviously, we can do a lot uh, to curb our emissions, but if China doesn't do anything, uh, this globe is still fucked. Mm -hmm. They uh, emit a hell of a lot more than we do. Now, of course, they are a factory for most of the things that we have mm -hmm. in this country. Mm. Uh, but this is what uh, this is what John Kerry had to say. He says we're going to keep climate issues separate from issues such as recent tensions in Taiwan. Kerry says sometimes things have just crept in and gotten in the way. My hope is because it's imperative for the planet that China helps to work with the United States. It's not a question of the U.S. giving away something. It's a question of all of us getting something together by cooperating. My question is this, when it comes to Taiwan, as we saw with the uptick of troops, as we're seeing with the tensions continue to rise and the U.S. saying, you mess with our buddy, you're messing with us. You know what's going to be really bad for the government for pollution is W W three. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. That's going to have yeah, a hell of a real bad. Some with our carbon footprint during this world <laughs> war, it really went up. So, do you think that China? I mean, how do you separate these two things? You can't. Yeah, you can't. Right. And Fernando pointed out the semiconductor plant in Taiwan. Yes. Yeah, yes. That's a real big concern right now too. So yeah, former national security advisor for the U.S. Basically, um, there's a. A lot, semiconductors, most of them come from one place in the world. That's Taiwan. Wow. And they make all the semiconductors for all the world. So that's a very... Can you explain what that is? Okay. Every computer uh, basically has a chip that controls uh, electricity flow. Okay. And so that little tiny microscopic piece of plastic is created there in Taiwan. So it's and pretty important. Every single computer, every single car, every single cell phone, every single TV. Every single electronic. Everything that basically will use the chips made here. And this is why Intel and obviously the Chips Act that was passed last yes, year. Yes. In America, that's why they're saying it's a national security issue. They're trying yes. to build more semiconductors right here in the United States. Exactly. That's why Intel's building a big $20 billion plant in the middle of Ohio. And again, if we're going to follow the money, Warren Buffett, the Oracle of Omaha, oh. he has shifted <laughs> out. That. That's what they call it. I love that. Which I sounds like he should be talking about stakes. Yeah. But nonetheless, <laughs> uh, he has taken shares out of TSMC. Yes. Yes. Tell yes. us about this, Fernando. Yes. Basically, pretty much everyone has pulled their money. And, and a lot of U.S. senators and a lot of uh, people involved, especially in legislation, right. when it comes to semiconductors and, and electronics, have pulled their money out of this corporation in China, in Taiwan. That's right. And you and, sent us a clip about Senator Tommy Tuberville out of Alabama. He placed one of those bets that you can do in the stock yeah, market where, where he lose. bet against the yes. semiconductor company. So the semiconductor company... Um, okay, so what's the rationale here? So Buffett's getting out, Tuberville is betting against it. So we're going to start building those more here in the States. And are they doing that because it's such a good, if China blows it up, 
No, well, it would be such a big deal. Well, China doesn't want to blow it up. They it's want in Taiwan. Ta China wants it they because want it is U.S. owned and it has uh, U.S. engineers and Taiwanese engineers. So what the U.S. has now done is it's taken all those engineers out and put them in other places. So now there's a giant empty semiconductor factory in Taiwan. And, and the, we and we cannot let China have it. And the, by we, I mean America. Yes. Right. And what is going to happen? So the rationale so this is, is, the is that if China invades Taiwan, the U.S., once these engineers are out and all the technology Whoa. is out, they're going to blow it up and destroy it because they don't want China to get all of that. They Letting don't want it, them to get the infrastructure wow. or the technology or the personnel. I know I told this story before, but Stephen Red, my uh, my uh, college professor of politics and nuclear weapons, that first day when he just took the kid's backpack and he was like, you want your backpack back? And the kid's like, yeah. And he's like, no. Now what do we do? Right. So this is the backpack. Yes. This is, yes. So now they've created a tangible thing. Yes. yes. So, wow. Yeah, we are. We are getting there. You we know, but what do, what what do we do? Do we as as the US, do we let China come in and get this factory or no. do we blow it up? And I mean, that's well, we blew up a factory in Taiwan. Is that not an act of war? Oof. You know wow. what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Well, get ready, Raytheon. It's about to be a boom. <laughs> Woo. Lockheed hey, Martin, oh, have fun look, with I better, it. Hey, it looks like Warren Buffett's buying all military stock right now. It's going to do real well. And this is not even talking about bricks. This is not talking about China moving away from the dollar. It is basically on every end. This this is not even including what's happening with Xi Jinping in Russia and them working to possibly help with what's happening in Ukraine or anti what's happening in Ukraine, wow. if you know what I mean. Well, happy so, Earth Day, everybody. Yeah. It's a great time to celebrate this planet we all inhabit. I will say, if you're Taiwan, you're like, can you guys just not do it? Like, well, I mean, let's not fight here. Yeah, you know, because Taiwan just becomes Vietnam and everyone's like, we're fighting in Taiwan. So the U.S. is basically fighting a proxy war with China in Taiwan. This is what we said when Ukraine started, right? That, that China was going to watch to see what NATO, what Europe, what the U.S. did about Ukraine because Russia went in. And they're like, it's ours. And then basically the world was like, mm, how about no? And China was watching to see what would happen because they were eyeballing Taiwan. And not only Taiwan, they're eyeballing four countries inside the South China Sea. So it is there. China is watching Russia because they're seeing the response that the U.S. has, mm -hmm. because then they can measure the response that the U.S. would have to them basically invading the South China Sea and four other countries that own that sea. We have wow. a land year in war. We have a land war in Europe or Warp. Um, <laughs> let's even it out, you know. Yeah. Let's, get, let's get a land war going everywhere. The sea war over here. Yeah, sea, sea war, war and don't forget war. about the space wars. Mm, get those true. satellites cooking. That is very true. So, as always, that'll be the through line here for these next few years. Um, who knows? It, I hope, hopefully... Uh, things can de-escalate, but it doesn't look like de-escalation is on anyone's Oof. mind. Now in Ukraine, uh, again, they're looking to retake Crimea. So now they're getting uh, more on the offensive. And uh, Vladimir Putin, uh, there is some recent scarring that people have seen on his neck. A lot of people are speculating that he had some cancer removed. Oh, uh, there's so much going on there that, again, is probably why we need we need more news yeah. Not less. Yeah. Good point, Ben. Good point. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. I uh, hope you're doing okay. We will talk to you soon. Hail yourselves. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. 
jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio, and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.